now. The Education Cabinet Secretary, Professor George Magoha, in a recent encounter with the press not too long ago, decided to talk about homosexuals again. And he stated, and I quote, If you are a homosexual in a boarding school, hopping from one bed to the other, your rights end there. Those ones should be day scholars. Be a good homosexual and go and do your things outside. End quote. Now, I don't know if it's just me that is looking at this in a very weird way, but isn't this giving you dog vibes for a second? Or is it just me? Because the way he said, be a good homosexual, go and do your things outside, like, in my head, it sort of sounded the same exact way people usually like talking to their dogs when they want them to do something. Like, Cory, be a good dog and take your blah 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 outside and I'll give you a cookie, okay? Like, that's exactly how it sounded in my head, because it's almost like he's saying, alright, be a good homosexual, and go to a day school so you can stop fucking boys and girls in boarding schools, and you can go and fuck whoever it is you want, okay? Because, like, that's exactly how it sounds from my point of view, because even from this entire bit of text that, you know, he went and he blurted out for the cameras and to the media, it's not like he says that he has anything against the homosexual community. He's simply saying that they need to go to boarding schools because unlike, you know, most of us straight people, most of these boarding schools, especially the high schools, are usually single sex. If it's one sex, then they get to share everything. They get to sort of do things in unison as opposed to, say, a mixed school, which would actually have the separations of like male and female. There'd be male and female bathrooms, male and female toilets, male and female dorms and shit. Like, which would separate people and not allow for, you know, situations like rape and defilement to sort of happen. But when you're in a single-sex school, a homosexual is more or less in that position to do that. So now, it's literally left that person's discretion in terms of who they want to fuck and whether they want to fuck pretty much on their own shoulders and, you know, their physical strength and strength of will. So if this person wants to forcefully sleep with another guy, then it's pretty easy for them to do so because there's a lot of private situations to do that. And actually, speaking of which, there was a recent case of sodomy in a high school. Like, there's cases of this shit happening time and time again. It's just that people don't report them as much. And I can clearly see what the, the cabinet secretary is trying to do here, but the LGBT community don't feel that way. And a bunch of them are coming out and they're talking about how it's inhumane and, you know, uh, you know, even even kids from the LGBT community should be allowed to to go to school normally and shit. But he's just trying to protect a lot of other people that might not have the choice or the physical capability to fend off someone's sexual encounter in in a situation where all of you are in a controlled environment, but, you know, you're also free at the same time. Although, considering that quite a number of the people in the LGBT community are woke-tivists and really like talking quite a lot of trash to us guys, especially us straight guys, you know, because we're usually the targets of most of this shit. I don't know. How does it feel to be on our side of the table? Does it feel good? You know, does it feel, like, nice to be on the side that has to fight, you know, to prove that they're innocent? Because if someone was to say that, oh, you know, we're having sodomy cases, normally people would be like, no, but it doesn't represent the entirety of all of us. You know, those are a couple of, of, of people that need to be disciplined and such and such. But, but you know, y'all are the same ones that usually say that y'all should be the ones that are disciplining, you know, your people, blah, blah, blah. And, well, 
oh, it feels interesting to be on the other side of this goalpost. Because if his directive actually becomes sort of like law and everything, then a majority of LGBT kids are going to be affected by the actions of a minority and suddenly we'll have a bunch of LGBT activists actually knowing what it feels like whenever they tell us men are trash and we usually tell them some, not all, and then they're like, oh, but if the shoe fits, blah, blah, blah. And then they tell us to take accountability for that shit. But anyways... That said, we have actually eaten into quite a bit of time and we should have started the podcast already. So let me just start in my very typical fashion where I say. Welcome to Breaktown on West Side, your number one Breaktown podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who knows a little bit about strategies. So if you are one of those people that's in a different goalpost, you know, I can I can provide you the couple of tips, show you a formation on how to actually win, you know, even though it's an argument. You know, even though sometimes you might actually still lose. He is a man who believes in running his mouth as a form of cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, you all know the drill. You've heard me repeat this drill from, you know, the beginning of, I think it's like the third season or some shit all the way till now. And if this is your first time and you don't know the drill, then I'll repeat it for you. If you've been hearing it before, then, you know, we can almost sing it together because it almost sounds like a song and it's about how it is that you can suggest the tweets that you'd like me to talk about on this show. So it's pretty simple and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. If they do happen to come from Facebook or IG in the name of a screenshot or a screen grab, then the place to send it to on IG and on Facebook is at Breaktime on Westside. The DMs are always open and I will take them from there and I will handle them accordingly. Now, first of all, I am going to start by saying that this is the final episode of this seventh season of Tweet Street and I'd like to thank each and every one of you that's been listening all through this season. And... Uh, as I mentioned on Battle of the Sexes episode 108, the episode that came out just before this episode of Tweet Street, that I wasn't entirely sure what it was that I would be doing after this season ended, and I'd actually give an answer on this particular episode, of which I did. And I will be releasing a couple of short clips, just me discussing a few things, nothing too long, probably not even above 10 minutes, just to kind of, you know, keep guys going as I, you know, probably get a bit of rest, do a bit of R&R before I come back for another season of Battle of the Sexes and Tweet Street. Because honestly, I've been doing episodes back to back each and every week for quite a long time. And I feel like I also need a bit of time to rest. You know, you know, there's the whole getting tired and making sure that you don't burn yourself out. And as I'm avoiding that, I'm also hoping that I can, you know, inject some new creativity, you know, try out a couple of more things here and there, and, you know, just liven things up a little bit here and there. But that said, uh, they will more or less be Minnesota, so you might see the term Minnesota coming back again. And I'll try and see if I can mix it up, you know, mix a bit of the serious with the funny, you know, just try and have fun with shit, all right? But Anyways, that said, we should move it on to our tweets for this episode. And before I get to that, we need to talk about Valentine's for a little bit because someone, actually, a few people came up to me or at least hit me up and they were like, how is it that someone who discusses love, sex and relationships said nothing about Valentine's Day, even though his episode came out just around that same time? And honestly speaking, I 
didn't even think about it when i was doing the episode i didn't mention it at all and there's a particular reason for it now first of all to anyone that asked me what it is that i did for valentine's and you know asked me what it is that i was doing during valentine's i just straight up told them that i was busy and it's actually true i was busy i was recording and editing for battle of the sexes episode 108 to come out on tuesday and whether or not i don't care about the holiday in and of itself doesn't really matter because that episode needed to come out so that kind of hindered me and it kind of took my thoughts out of it but more so than that i've always kind of seen valentine's as a very overrated holiday because in some way i feel as though it's more about the expectations than the celebration of love that it's supposed to have and i'm not gonna get into the whole oh you know companies profit off of it blah 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 i just feel like people take it a little too far like take for example i was on ig like the day after valentine's actually about two days after and i stumbled on this lady maureen bandari an influencer and she had asked people what they got for valentine's and there was this one person who straight up came and said that the man's who lives outside of Nairobi went and got her like half a mil in cash and gave it to her and she had been pissed at him on that same day because he took a while to come through and like meet with her and shit but apparently he had car trouble and his brakes were fucked up now he hadn't fixed his brakes but he still brought her half a mil in the name of go and buy yourself some some kitchenware and cookingware and shit and in my head I'm like how dumb do you have to be to sideline your own car which you have to fix up because you're going to have to take to work and shit because he didn't have cash after that and give your woman all of that like i'd have pulled off like 100 g's or hell maybe even 200 g's before i give it to her you know just so that i know very well that i'm going to go and secure my car and keep shit working and shit but people have given valentine's this huge level of expectation that it almost has more expectation than your very own birthday because i know for a fact that if say you as the guy are unable to like get something for your girlfriend or give them an experience during their birthday you can go and apologize and be like all right i'm sorry i wasn't able to do blah 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 you know times have been hard for me and i didn't have guap to do blah 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 and she can understand it's actually something that she could understand but when it's valentine's people are like oh why couldn't you even get her you know chocolate or something or a flower and you're like do you care that shit might actually be hard on my end that i might not be able to get something for her is the fact that i get something for her i get for her a gift of whatever sort more important than than whatever well-being is there like even though her love language might not be gifting i'm expected to give her a gift and the way i look at it it doesn't feel that genuine it doesn't feel that good because it's like you have to get her something and you know in as much as i can make the whole holiday argument of oh i can love her on every single day it doesn't just have to be one day like that's just my main problem the level of expectation behind all of it is a little too much for my liking and i just don't subscribe to it but anyways that's just me i'd like to know your two cents on it and we need to get into this tweet so on to our very first tweet no one receives the bare minimum like a girl who is out to prove that they are independent honestly i was so ready to disprove this i was so ready to disagree with this when i saw it at first but it's actually true i actually agree that this is true 
if you as a shorty are going to prove like if you're trying to prove that you're independent like this whole thing of oh i make my own money oh i do this for myself if you're going to try and do that then you're definitely going to get bare minimum or even below bare minimum because clearly you can afford to get that shit yourself like i'm not saying that you have to make sure that you act as dependent as possible as a babe but there's something about trying to show it and actually being that kind of draws the line between how much you can get from your guy in the name of romance or you know just about anything and there's this huge misconception that some people have that guys don't like an independent woman which i think is very very misleading it's not that we don't like an independent woman it's just that is your independence the only thing that defines you is it that you know you're trying to show that you're a boss ass bitch you know that you're going beyond the level where i'm supposed to come in and actually show that i'm the man and you know do shit for you and substantiate my value in that relationship as in are you so much of a strong black independent woman such that now you're also the man and my position and role as the boyfriend is already filled because if that's the case then why would i really exist there if i can just you know be the toy that you know gets to enjoy shit and gets to give very little because that's exactly where we start to see ourselves if we are in a relationship where the babe is actually proving that she's the independent one of which at this point in time i'll tell you it is not about dependence or independence but rather about interdependence such that you might be independent as a babe and i'll be expected at least by culture to be independent as a guy but maybe i'll be providing for i'll be handling the bills and shit but if i go through a tough time you know you'll be there to back me up you might be the emotional rock that you know holds the relationship together but even you have your downtime so even i'll have to you know come and cheer you up and hold you and make you feel nice and shit like there has to be that interdependence so in one way or another having an independent babe can actually be really good for you as a guy but at the end of the day is it that she is independent and is she you know comfortable with it that you know she can be interdependent or is her ability to be independent more important to her than the interdependence that is required in that relationship you get anyways all that said i will leave it at that and i will move it forward so on to our very next tweet money shaming men is disgusting because the pressure on men to have bare money is so dangerous especially for black men whereby a lot of them make their whole identity centered off making money this pressure then leads to thinking making legitimate money is not the way it's sad the quality of a man is so much more than what he is making the people are so shallow it's sickening a man could make bare money and treat you like absolute shite and a man could make a bit less and have the best character personally a man's character is what matters to me because money comes and goes but a genuine character is rare some of you weirdos are so bitter and have no life that you're upset that i'm tweeting with nothing but good intentions for black people what coons you are hating on your own people what the fuck it's sad emancipate yourself from mental slavery you have young black boys feeling pressured to bang fraud to deal etc which most often times only leads them to prison or in an early grave and you're vexed because i don't want that for my people i absolutely hate some of you idiots small minded 
fools. All right. I like how she's actually said this and actually talked of it as money shaming. Because at first, if I was to talk about this, I'd probably be like, oh, you know, it's it's just the fast life. It's the way social media has affected us. And, you know, there's people with money and it's making it seem as though you're not doing it as well and shit. But I feel like it actually is money shaming at its very core. Like, guys are money shamed about shit and it's a constant thing that happens because on one end you're expected to be making all of this money even though people don't know how you're supposed to be doing it and on the other end there's that morality that you kind of have to have and you have to be this good guy this upstanding citizen and so on and so forth which will push a lot of people into into doing illegal shit just to make money and it's something that we hear about on a day-to-day like there was a very recent wash rush scandal that came out in 2021 you know which you know, which involved a lot of people who are in the coast a lot of people who are in nairobi and people who are in kisumu as well you know among other smaller players and shit and while i do get that money shaming isn't only for women or only perpetrated by women it's done by guys as well i feel like it actually comes from two distinct set of people one there's the people that want you to join them in doing whatever illegal activities are there or two it's people who want you to finance whatever fast life they'd like to live you know simply because they don't want to do it probably because they're too chicken shit to actually try it themselves and those are the people that actually end up becoming the money shamers because a lot of the babes that will money shame a guy it's not like they can afford the same shit it's not like they can get the same car buy the same house or even rent the same house even for a day it's not like those people can can take themselves on such trips you know they're waiting for a guy to do that for them they're waiting for the guy to pay for those expensive dinners they're waiting for a guy to buy them moet and and chandon and shit you know get them bottles of of dom perignon for like the anniversary and shit and yet they can't buy this guy so much as a pair of socks and they expect all of that and there's guys that are in that table as well there's guys that fall under that group as well and those ones are the ones that look forward to you buying them booze or you know making sure they get access to certain places or getting access to certain girls that they'd probably want or guys you know if they play against the home team and shit and honestly i feel like it's a very nasty sort of way to live but you know some people like to live that way so i will let them have that but my take on it is slow and steady wins the race you know you don't always have to get it all so early and so quick and if anything it usually tends to get lost just as fast as it comes so you know just keep it nice and slow and always just try and grow yourself a little bit every single day but anyways that said on to our final tweet of this episode relationships and marriages are not lasting these days way sasa what is love and then people are hurting each other in some way that is just so bad actually in some ways that are so bad ayo my singles let's find each other somewhere so we can discuss the way forward i feel as though if there's one mistake that we as a generation have you know call it millennials gen z gen y or some shit if there's one lie that was peddled to us so well it's that love is what keeps relationships together like i feel like that's probably the biggest lie that's been peddled to us all our lives the whole idea of you can love someone forever i feel is genuinely genuinely 
a lie that's fed to us on a daily like i've heard people who are in relationships that have zero love but they've been together longer than most of the people that say that they're so in love they do anything for each other like there's people that got into arranged marriages and have managed to last in those arranged marriages for decades and it's not because of love like if anything it's probably even because of the lack of love because some of the people that usually talk about oh my love is unconditional oh i do anything for you those are the people that end up leaving after a couple of months or just a few years and don't get me wrong as a man that's grown in this generation as a man that loves r&b that has watched rom-coms and thoroughly enjoyed them i can say for a fact i love the idea of love i absolutely love it like i don't have anything bad against love i just have a problem with how people have sold it as the only way to keep a relationship healthy as like the only way people can be in relationships and have you know like some semblance that it's going to be sustainable and long lasting which from the reasonable amount of time i've been doing this whole podcasting thing is probably one of the bigger lies like there's so much more to it whether it's just a regular relationship whether it's something long term whether it's a marriage like there's more to it than just the love like there's the actions that you take there's the trust that you have there's the insecurities like i kid you not i know a guy who had told me how he had been with this one babe for like a year and a half they loved each other hell they still love each other to this day but these guys were so toxic they used to fight regularly this guy even showed me where his stab marks are because he used to get physical quite a lot and at some point he had to end the relationship and he tells me to this day like even when he's with his new girlfriend and you know he loves her and everything he still looks at this babe and he still has mad love for her but even he was like yo even though the both of us still have a lot of love for each other at some point i accepted and even she later accepted that we were so toxic if we stayed together for a lot longer than that one of us or the both of us were probably going to end up dead and i totally agree with that shit plus in as much as love can be this amazing thing and people can talk about how they're so in love that feeling usually sort of fades away after a bit of time and the real test of a good relationship is whether you guys can last beyond the feeling whether you guys can last beyond the butterflies in in the belly effect that people have for for days weeks months and you know sometimes a few years you know because if you guys can actually go past there if you guys can actually stick along and continue on that path beyond those feelings then i think that's where you can say that a good relationship is being molded that's where you can actually see if your relationship is going to be healthy so are you guys listening to each other are you guys caring for each other are you guys supporting each other when when one side is down and are you guys there for each other through good and bad like that's the shit that we need to actually go and look into in the name of actually sticking in a relationship and and actually having it last so honestly speaking i can get why a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages aren't working because at the end of the day people weren't taught how to last long beyond the good feeling that comes in at the start people were simply told go in when that feeling is there make sure it's mutual and then you guys should be good to go which is absolute bs because usually that's where the movie ends they don't tell you that after the movie ends and the cameras go off like if you actually look at a real relationship it goes well beyond that 
And I feel like that's what most of us should be nurturing right now. And fortunately, we are doing that in as much as we're doing it in smaller levels, but we are trying to push it up. Although, then again, I might be wrong about all of this shit. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD. Make sure you drop your thoughts and comments below. If you are on IG or on Facebook and you want to reach me there, at Breaktime on website is the handle to hit me up on. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break.